It's no secret that real estate is one of the best investment vehicles out there. But with all the current uncertainty, how do we know when and where to put our hard-earned money to work for us? It's easy to become distracted by that shiny object or the quote-unquote next best thing. So how do we determine which strategies will best align with our financial goals? Whether you're an active real estate entrepreneur, a passive investor, or looking to get into real estate investing, our goal is to provide investors with the insights and strategies to build our portfolios all while protecting our capital. I'm Danny Nichols. And I'm Chris Thompson. This is the Two Smart Assets Real Estate Investing Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is the Two Smart Assets Real Estate Investing Podcast. I am your host, Danny Nichols, here once again with my co-host, Chris Thompson. What's going on, Danny, man? It's a good day to talk about real estate. Always a good day to talk about real estate, especially with you, my friend, man. Super excited about that. Uh, but before we jump into today's show, man, just want to make sure that all listeners know we truly appreciate you tuning into the show. And if you'd like to show some love and haven't done so already, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a rating and written review. Really helps us attract more guests, grow the podcast, and ultimately provide better information for everyone listening. So again, if you could just take a few minutes to, to show some love, we, we truly appreciate it. So thank you for that. Um, now that we got that out of the way, Got to be honest, man. Super excited about today's uh, today's talk. Had a great guest on. Tell the listeners who we spoke with today. Okay, so today we brought in Tim Kelly. Uh, Tim's a real estate investor. He's an educator. He's a best-selling author. He's a speaker. Recently separated from U.S. Navy as a chief petty officer after 15 years of service, and as the VP of Education and co-owner of the incredible platform Active Duty Passive Income. Tim is helping active veteran, reserve, and other military-affiliated personnel realize their financial freedom goals through real estate investing. Tim is now a senior managing partner of both Kelly Housing Group and ADPI Capital, where he and his partners invest in and syndicate multifamily property in the affordable and workforce housing spaces with a focus on apartment communities, mobile home communities, and storage facilities. Today, we spoke about what it takes to be an elite, high performer, as well as mastering the success mindset. He's got a great passion for what he does, and he's good at it, too. Yeah, obviously, great guest, man. We talk a lot about ADPI as well, which is a great platform for investors, you know, active and passive as well. So if you're obviously into, you know, getting into real estate investing, want to learn more, especially if you're a veteran, I mean, this is the place to be. Um, And obviously, they have stuff for passive investors. So go check that out. With that being said, you know, if you're a passive investor or looking to get in passive investing, check out ADPI, but also you can check out our website at twosmartassets.com. There you can find our passive investing guide and apartment syndication sample deal that will have you primed and ready for the real when the real opportunities come your way. If you got any questions or any just topics you want to come up after you get these documents, give us a shout, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or you can go to our website. Again, we have a contact us page there. Just hit us up, let us know. We'd love to connect with you guys. All right, now that that's over with, let's jump into today's episode with Tim Kelly. Tim, it's great to see you, man. Welcome to the show. Outstanding, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, it's it's an honor, and uh, I'm 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 just here to you know add value and have a fun conversation with uh, talking about things we love talking about anyway. So let's dive in, man. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely for sure. So you know, I just want to say a quick thing about ADPI. You know, you're part of ADPI. Love what you guys are doing over there, man. You guys have got a great mission. You guys are crushing it, making some serious moves. Love the content you guys put on your podcast and also on the platform itself and your website. So, mad props to that. Um, with that being said, you know, we kind of want to start off a little bit about learn a little bit more about you. You know, at some point in your military career, you made the choice to get into real estate investing. Walk us through that process. What drove you to real estate investing, and, and you know, what did that look like on your journey? Yeah, definitely. Great. So um, I was actually just on a 
was headed for a long deployment in 2014 um, on, on a ship just across the, through the Mediterranean to the uh, Persian Gulf headed for, you know, Dubai, Bahrain and all that stuff. And um, I just wanted some literature, wanted some books. And at that time, I was always just really interested in learning more about just wealth building and personal financial management. I was never okay with just, it never sat well with me to just give all my wealth and my, you know, potential retirement to somebody else to control. I just, I just wanted to learn more on my own. So I just wanted to, you know, read more books and get more educated. And I did. And I just kept seeing a pattern of real estate investing and how much it builds wealth and everybody can do it and anybody can get into it. So I, I just had enough information uh, and, and momentum to just take action. The minute I got off that deployment late 2014, uh, I just, consumed every piece of content, listened to every podcast, read every book, spent a lot of money on coaching and mentorship and education and in, in all things real estate investing, just to really have a high level view and get horizontal across all the different asset classes and strategies and all that terminology. Um, and then, you know, I didn't really get a whole lot of traction until I chose one of those um, niches, one of those strategies, and that's large multifamily. So I kind of just Went straight for large multifamily right out the gate. Um, and, you know, I, I fast forward was still active duty. And I, like I said, I just separated this past November after 15 years and, you know, helped close over a thousand doors while I was still active duty, mobile home communities, apartment communities. Um, and and so now we're, we're continuing to do that, you know, as we speak. So that's kind of like where my interest, you know, all wrapped into like, you know, kind of a few years, um, kind of how that developed from knowing nothing at all about real estate, um, kind of getting off that deployment and just, just getting after it and educating myself and networking with people and just taking action every day. Um, and then, like I said, I just honed my focus to specifically to large, large multifamily. And that's definitely what helped too. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty awesome, man. And you know, having that that foresight to just focus on large multifamily straight out of the gate—that's pretty unique, right? I think most people start in single-family homes and you know, kind of build their portfolio and then kind of shift into the the larger multifamily. So for you to have that kind of foresight and just start taking action on that, um, can you tell us about that first? You know, you said you wanted to get into large uh, multifamily, and you started that process. You had the mentoring, you had the the education, all of that stuff. Tell us about that first investment. Can you talk, kind of walk us through that? What that was like, and you know, were there any were you having any hiccups there? What were some of the lessons learned? that you got from that from that first deal yeah i mean so so many lessons learned now i did um you know i focused straight on on large multifamily, and i made that decision and and i was dabbling like i was trying to like oh, okay wholesaling okay single family creative strategies burst strat- like i was dabbling in it and ne- it never made sense so i never really leaned into it um, and that's when I realized, okay, multifamily is more my my style mm. but i wanted to capture the and, and really leverage that the house hacking strategy. So I was looking at small multifamily deals. So my, the very first deal actually, um, moved, you know, I was in Virginia beach when I was on the ship and stuff. And then I moved here to Pensacola, Florida. And like within that first month, I closed on a fourplex with the intentions of house hacking it. Um, still like, you know, was focusing on the large multifamily, but I wanted a house hack for my primary residence. So bought a fourplex with the 203k loan, FHA loan. And while I was kind of rehabbing that, you know, six months later, closed on a 42 unit apartment complex. That was like our first actual deal. Just met um, some people locally that were also into multifamily and they had a little bit of experience just partnering with them, raised a bunch of capital and syndicated, you know, that deal. And yeah, there was definitely a lot of lessons learned with that. Um, we actually went full cycle on that just a few months ago and sold it. Um, and so that ended up really being really, really successful for all the investors involved. Um, both all the limited partners got, you know, triple digit returns as well as the general partners. Um, but 
definitely a lot of struggles. They didn't see one dime until we sold it. Um, and, and that's, you know, over three and a half years. And, uh, there was just a lot of issues. Um, we had to come out of pocket as a general partnership to like, keep it going and to fund some of the rehab. And then, um, so it, it really was, there was, there was a lot of bumps along the way with mismanagement and our, uh, you know, our inability to, to, um, really understand that the manager that was in place that promised us that they would tackle everything they you know, they didn't. And that was a huge hiccup. Um, but it turned out to be a great asset and ton of lessons learned there though. You know, I got to say, uh, as a pa- as passive investors ourselves, for, you know, to hear a syndicator say basically, you know, we had issues, and you addressed the issues, and you even came out of pocket to to make you know these issues, you know, correct these issues, and then you know you make the investors whole on the on the back end. That's huge, right? I mean, as a passive investor, that's exactly what I want to hear, right? Uh, you, of course, we're going to run into issues, but the fact is how you handle those issues, and you guys handle those in you know a super professional way, and I think that's that's massive for passive investors. Anybody listening to this right now, if you're a passive investor. What Tim has done here is is, is pretty awesome. I, I don't want to say it's you. It, it, it is unique, but I think it's it's pretty amazing what you guys have done as a company. So props to you for that. Um, you know, you mentioned you mentioned large large uh, large multifamily properties, and then in your bio we talked about you know your focus right now is um, large multifamily, self storage, and, and mobile home parks. Can you tell us a little bit why you find you and your company find these you know couple of asset types so compelling? Yeah. Um, I mean, it all kind of started when there was uh, a lot of a lot of people started going into the multifamily space back in, you know, 16, 2016, 2017. A lot more people started discovering this is a great asset class that you could syndicate and you could raise capital for and, and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I at that point, I was like, man, cap rates are really going down. And at this point, you know, I was like, let's, let's explore something else. So then mobile home parks kind of just came on the map for me. I was really interested in, you know, just learning more about that because there was a lot of stigmas out there, like trailer parks, trailer trash, who would ever want to own one of those things. And I just knew some people that actually just convinced me otherwise and in in the network. So then I got really excited and I just dug deep into that education network with a lot of people. And, you know, it's just the most affordable type of housing available. And there is, there was such, there's always going to be not always, hopefully not always, but there has been a statistical just pattern of just a, a struggle and a scarcity with affordable housing. There's just such a shortage with affordable housing and in, in across the nation and so many major metro cities, secondary markets, tertiary markets. And if you could find a, a mobile home park, that's distressed and you could make it nice and you could add value to it and improve the community um, and kick out what's called, you know, the riffraff, the people who are just not paying and the, the people who are really give the trailer parks, the name you know, the, you know, the trailer park boys type of, <laughs> type of lifestyle, right? Um, That's actually, it could be a great way to provide affordable housing um, to people. I mean, especially they could become homeowners. They could own their own home. They could own their own mobile home and they're still paying you lot rent and they keep it up and they pay all the maintenance. And and so a lot of things kind of like drew me to the mobile home park class initially. So that's why then now it's the portfolio is split between apartment communities and mobile home communities. And, and for the last year or so, we've been looking at storage facilities. We haven't taken one down yet. I had a couple under contract, but there's just so many other opportunities in terms of mobile home parks and for apartments. 
Um, so either way, as many doors as you can get under one roof, you know what I'm saying? It's just the, 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 the economies of scale. I'm, I'm sure you guys teach this and, and talk about all the benefits of large multifamily compared to, you know, residential and single family. You just have so much more control and, and, um, and it just makes more sense for, for investors. The larger the deal is, the more everybody gets paid and the less work it is, honestly, because you could pay more people. You could pay a full-time property manager. You could pay, you know, a, a general contractor, um, to, to actually a good general contractor to do, to, to do the work. And, um, you just have a lot more revenue to make sense of it and make it passive for, for more owners. So all these things kind of just drew me and I was all into the housing and, and providing affordable housing, but with storage, it's like almost the same thing. People just hoard, you know, people are just hoarding things. They can't get rid of their stuff. They're downsizing their homes, but they're keeping their stuff. So they need a place to store stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many renters that don't have their own like garage or attic or all these things. And there's like, it's just such a demand for storage right now too, man. There's these things are popping up. I'm sure you've seen them everywhere. So it's just another really great asset class. And again, it's a way to diversify your portfolio into different asset classes and into different markets too. I actually agree with a lot that you just said. You bring up some pretty good points, uh, you know, as far as self-storage and uh, mobile home parks. But I, actually, before we get like too far ahead, I'm actually curious about something you said a little while ago, uh, just kind of swimming around in my head. You, you're talking about like, you know, with your first acquisition, you had some hiccups along the way and your investors didn't even see any returns until you guys exit. My question is like, what were those conversations like? What, what was the general feeling from those investors to you guys? Like, how were you dealing with that? that back and forth, how are you keeping them on the burner and keeping their confidence up or what'd that look like? Yeah, that's a great question. So I want, I want to take that back. We did give them one return. Okay. And this is just a really, really short, but funny story. While we were rehabbing the, uh, um, the units, we actually saw a, just a swarm of, of bees come all like around one of the units. And we, you know, fast forward, we ended up having a beekeeper in there. He literally pulled out a six foot by like four foot beehive, like a huge, what? massive honeycomb that it was inside the walls of one of the units. Like we really literally had to cut it out. And so the very first return was local Citronelle Alabama honey that we gave to our investors. <laughs> from that honeycomb like no kidding that's a true story and so that was our first return that we sent to them um local (laughs) alabama honey um and while we were telling them that it was monthly um updates no matter what was happening we were letting them know what was going on and plus these investors it was a 506b meaning it was all friends and family you know some of them were accredited but mostly sophisticated investors and so they, they kind of knew off the bat, they didn't, they weren't going to expect a return for at least 24 months because it was such a heavy lift and such a huge rehab. Um, there's a lot of value to add and it was very distressed, um, both the property and the tenants and so many, so much maintenance, um, you know, deferred. And so they kind of are off the bat expected not to really see anything for about 24 months. But then the fact that we were keeping them updated, we were letting them know, Hey, we're coming out of pocket to fund this rehab. We're not going to do a capital call. This is what's going to happen. We got this, we're doing this. All right, now it's on the market. Now it's ready to sell. NOI is going up. You're just constant communication, no matter what, at least minimum once a month, let them know what's going on. And then, you know, we started just sending a quick YouTube video explaining 
you know, exactly what was happening, the good, the bad, the ugly, the, the plan moving forward, all that. And so they, they understood and they stuck it out with us. And some of these, some of these investors like never even like read those updates, never even watched the videos. They pretty much forgot that they even invested. And then boom, all of a sudden, you know, last year they, they all got massive checks, right? Cause they just stuck it out with us. So, um, it really is all about the communication and, and the, the cool thing working with sophisticated investors that you have to get them to acknowledge the investor questionnaire and accredited investors, they understand the inherent risk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of what's going on. And, and they know it's not like they, they, they want to lose all their money, but they, they, but they know no matter what, there's no guarantee. We would never try to guarantee. We don't have a crystal ball. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, but like, look, you know, luckily it's just a constant flow of communication. It was just monthly updates, um, you know, and then YouTube videos, letting them know what, what was happening on a monthly basis and just being truthful and honest with what was going on and how we're addressing all the problems. Yes. Yeah, if you can kind of air it out up front, you know, kind of set people's mind at ease, you know, it's no, no sense in beating around the bush and whatever. I also think that the honey is actually pretty funny. Danny's got a, a, a weird obsession with uh, regional honeys and whatever. Yeah. So I think that's just kind of funny. It, yeah, it is kind of weird, but it's funny. Yeah, I think that's a great story as well, man. I think that's a uh, it's pretty special. I would have been super pumped to get that, honey. I'm just going to tell you right now. So that's <laughs> yeah, uh, that's definitely for sure. But uh, hey, man. So I uh, kind of want to shift just a little bit. You know, love that story. Um, I want to talk about your role at ADPI. You know, we love ADPI. We love what you guys are doing. Talk to us about. We know you're a VP of Education, but you're also a coach. Talk to us about what's going on at ADPI. What you got going on? Yeah, man. So active duty passive income. Um, it is just. Um, it, it truly is number one education is at our core that that's what it started it was a desire to help educate other military members past and present on what we were doing it's it's a group essentially of five five core guys that all ended up linking up together we all had our own experience in real estate we were all active duty at one time a few of those guys still are like i said i just separated and it started just as a podcast as a a military real estate investing academy and as a facebook group and you know that was in uh you know late 2017 early 2018 and you know then i was on the bigger pockets podcast um in, in 2018 they heard me and i gave out my cell phone number and the guys who founded that company they they reached out and at that time they they asked me to be part of the part of the team and i've been a co-owner ever since and now i'm the vp of education and it's grown tremendously you know about 25,000 members to date in, in the facebook group and it just rapidly grew um and there's no soliciting allowed you know in, in that group so it's a really high value group of all kinds of military members past and present just exchanging information and helping each other out. And it's, it's whether they're trying to just wrap their head around personal finances, like credit and the basic stuff we should learn in school, to using one of their best wealth building tools, the VA loan that most people don't even realize it's a 0% down loan you can get, you know, a fourplex with, um, all the way up to we're teaching, you know, active duty members stationed all over the world, how to take down large con- commercial multifamily and mobile home communities and storage and stuff and uh, everything in between. And, and so we have academies for single family and, and residential and then multifamily. And then we have masterminds for both single family and then, and then multifamily. Um, uh, I spend most of my time with the multi military multifamily. Academy Mastermind. Uh, it's a very robust course. 
It's it's over a hundred military members that are in it, just getting after it, partnering together. Uh, And then we, you know, created a financial services division to help fund our our deals for our community. So we have a mortgage, uh, we have a mortgage company, we have an insurance brokerage and a whole network of real estate agents who are, have military experience and are no investing. So we're just connecting our, our community with all the right pieces and parts and people. Um, and so, you know, there, there's a lot of what we do is, is giving to and contribution and to the homeless veteran community. We want to end homeless veteran uh, homelessness and, and this, you know, this decade and there's 40,000 plus homeless vets out there and we're, we're building houses for them as we speak um, from, you know, straight from our community and, and uh, stuff from our giving and our philanthropic, uh, uh, you know, things that we're pursuing. But uh, in a nutshell, that's kind of what ADPI is. And uh, it's just a passion, passion project. And it's just amazing. And 80% of my time is working on all things ADPI. And then really the rest of it is, is taking down deals and continuing to do deals while we're showing our community how it's done. You guys are providing massive value over ADPI too. You know, Chris and I both think what you guys are doing is just completely awesome, man. Uh, it, it, it's pretty amazing. I do want to talk a little bit about your mastermind. Can you tell us a little bit about more uh, of your mastermind? You said you're kind of over that right now. What you know? Can, tell us a little bit more about that and what you're doing over there. Yeah, so it's it's really like a package. Like there's an academy. It's all self-paced. Twenty very robust modules. Everything soups and nuts. Like you know, if you know nothing about real estate, not even nothing about multifamily, but it just gives you all the terminology. It breaks it down. It kind of shapes. It helps you understand the mindset of a successful multifamily investor. So talk a lot about mindset. Um, and, and so this academy is all self-paced. They have all the tools. They have all the resources, forms, agreements, all that stuff. And then the mastermind itself is um, it, it's pretty amazing. We have multiple Zoom calls a month where I will facilitate them, other lead, other ADPI leadership and uh, multifamily coaches will, will lead them. We bring on super high level guests to come speak multiple times a month. And then there's like kind of micro club calls where they have like one specifically for underwriting, one specifically for mobile home parks, one uh, specifically for like LP investing. And there's, so there's multiple opportunities to sync up and, and network and learn uh, throughout, throughout the month on zoom. Plus we have a, a private Facebook group. Some people love, you know, communicating on Facebook and doing lives to help understand that they have to just go live to help talk, you know, practice talking to investors and talking to brokers. They just do a, a live inside of our group. And, uh, then we have day-to-day access, um, to each other. We have, um, the telegram app that is just an amazing messaging app. It's a great tool. A lot of companies are using it now where we are all in there together. And it's just basically like a group me or like a WhatsApp or a group messaging app, but you could send little video clips, audio clips, you know, messages, videos, pictures, whatever it is. Um, so we all have 24 seven direct access to each other inside that group. And there's just a ton of value in that. There's constantly, um, there's constantly people being, you know, that are engaged and, you know, a couple of our last deals, like, you know, senior chief, he was an E8 in the Navy retired. He's also, he just partnered with a, a guy that was in the air force. Now he's in the space force. They, they joined our mastermind in less than a year, um, of joining in the mastermind and knowing each other. They just bought 172 units in, in Texas, um, just from joining our academy, engaging and, and they met, they partnered, they were able to raise like over 12, 12 million bucks. And it was, uh, that's an amazing story. And, and that's happening all the time. And these, these, a lot of these people are stationed all over the world while they're still active duty doing this stuff. So it's pretty inspiring to watch, man, and just guide them along the way and then help them in any way we can. 
think it's pretty awesome. You know, and as a coach, you know, you're doing things at a high level, right? You're teaching other people to do things at a high level as well. And, you know, we all want to be high performers. I think it's just kind of one of those things, you know, at least I know myself and Chris, we, we all want to be high performers. You know, that's definitely how it is. And, you know, others out there trying to do the same. What do you think is, you know, what does it mean to you to be elite or a high performer? You're coaching all these people. You're seeing all these people, you know, a couple of people. Successful. What to you does it mean to be elite or a high performer? Yeah, man. I mean, that's a great, a great question. And I've always had, you know, an interest and, and knew the impact of personal and professional development, just being a student of, of life and figuring out how to, you know, have more energy and how to have more confidence, how, how to have more self-awareness, how to have more influence, productivity, time management, like all these things that, that you could work on. So I, I kind of sort of just fell in love with just learning and being a student while I was learning all this stuff about, about real estate, like how to take down these deals, how to raise capital, how to syndicate. I was also just learning and being a student of, of personal and professional development. And I just figured out like all these successful people, they have a lot of things in common. They have similar morning routines, but one thing they have in common are their habits, right? their daily habits. It's not like they, they were just advantaged and they're just smarter people. And they just, um, they, they were just put in a different category. They just practiced a lot of daily habits and so many super successful people that are elite high, the highest performers, um, actually come from a pretty rough background or the upbringing. And they, they did not come into, uh, they weren't raised in, in like a, a high middle class or middle class or, or wealthy family. It's kind of, they, they just learn these things for, through grind and, and through persistence. And then they just set these habits in place, these small daily habits that anybody can do to improve your energy and have more passion and have more confidence and, and, you know, improve your time management and productivity. It's all these little things that are, they're learnable. Anybody can learn uh, how to have better time management or how to have more energy or how to, you know, improve your relationships, which is the most important indicator to success. That's in my, in my personal opinion, the, the, you know, the, the level of your relationships and how good the relationships are with all the close people that you have, your family, your spouses, your kids, your secondary family, your closest friends, like all those people, your success should be determined on how great and the quality of those relationships. And so the most successful people understand that stuff. You know, they understand putting time into giving and contribution and helping other people and then their, their, their relationships. So it's, dude, it's all about, you know, productivity and psychology and just understanding how successful people think, how they spend their time, how they, you know, how they get, are they more productive, how they have more energy, how a, a lot of them are just super passionate about what they do. Um, so it's, I mean, I, I don't know if that actually answered your question, but oh, yeah. from my yeah, from my experience, that's what it is. And I actually just I'm now a certified high performance coach, and I get to do that and bring all this value inside of our mastermind. And I also do high performance and real estate one on one coaching, completely separate from active duty passive income. And anybody listening to this, happy to have a call with you about that. Absolutely, that's awesome. And I know Chris has a question. He wants to talk something about mindset, but I do want to touch on a couple more things before we move on to that. Um, so, say you haven't, you know, you're coaching these people, uh, you know, who, who are trying to become high performers. Where do you start with somebody? I know there's probably different levels of that depending on whether. Where do you start as a coach if you're trying to, you know, basically tell, teach someone to become a high performer or elite? Yeah, and, and the funny thing is, I mean, people like you guys, you know what you want, you know what you have to do, but there's something holding you back. Like there's some kind of self-doubt. There's some kind of negative self-talk. There's some kind of level of fear, right? 
So it's, it starts with just understanding, all right, what do we really want? What means the most to you? You know, what do you really want? Let's, let's get the clarity high. Let's, let's make sure we have a lot of clarity on and vision on what we want, why we want it and why that's important to us from the in the long term. And then we kind of reverse engineer and kind of go back and look at these points that are going to help you and help remember and help remind you what you really want and what's most important. Um, and then it's just, it's really about questions and, and about asking the right questions and for like your energy levels. Okay. Well, you know, tell me about how you've been feeling over the last six months on a scale from one to 10, where's your energy been on average, you know, and then you kind of just get the, get the answer. Well, you know, on your most energetic days, what are you doing? What are your habits? Are you, you know, what is your eating and diet and are you your physical activity and, and are you tracking anything? Are you tracking what you put into your body? Are you tracking your workouts? And so there's all these things that you could just, that level of awareness that you're, what you're paying, what you pay attention to a lot obviously improve and expand, but there's, there's just, it, it starts with just like really thought provoking questions from the very beginning. It's about clarity and your vision and what you really want and what really what's most important to you. And it's the cool thing is like the, 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 the like the framework that I use is applicable whether you're like a multi-billionaire, you know, investor, or you're someone who is a high, at a high level in real estate or you're in, you know, you're a CEO or an executive at a, a corporation. It's not like really honed in specific to industry. It's just general high performance, regardless of your industry. Cause there's all these other facets of life that will impact your high performance. Like we continue talking about the confidence, the energy, the productivity, time management, clarity, influence, um, on others and your communication skills, your psychology, your physiology, um, so, so yeah, does that, help? does that kind of answer your question? Oh yeah, absolutely. That, for sure. That, go ahead, Chris. that actually kind of, that actually kind of answers, uh, you know, he was kind of alluding that I had a question as well. And for the most part, you kind of cleared that up. You know, we, we know, you know, that, that mon- your mindset basically plays a critical role in how you cope with life's challenges. You know, it affects the way we think about everything. And, you know, I realize you're, you're no different than us in that respect. I'm curious, like what kind of, what, what kind of things do you, do for yourself like when you when you find yourself in those down moments or where you whether you have a potential to spiral or like what do you do to like combat that and like no that's not the way it's going to be yeah i mean that that's a really good question and that it happens to everybody and if someone tells you that never happens to them they're they're lying or I don't know. They're on drugs or something. So <laughs> everybody's going to have those, those days where you just don't feel motivated or you don't feel like you're being productive or just you're off or something's not right with your, you know, your spouse or your relationship or something like that. And, um, you know, I think there's, there's a quite a few things that kind of set me apart from a lot of people. And it's just stuff that I've learned from like researching the most successful people. Like, what do they do? What do they do in the morning? What is their morning routine? You know, how do they handle their time? Well, how do they manage their time? Where do they invest their money and stuff like that? And so it, it really all boils down to daily habits. Um, and, you know, I think one of the best, absolute best things you could do is just get up a little bit earlier. I'm talking about like two or three minutes earlier each day for the next two to three weeks. And after that, you'll have a good solid hour of time in the morning to yourself where you could be silent and focus and understand, like set your intention for the day and visualize succeeding and crushing through the day, write out your thoughts, get your workout in, get your water in, you know, 
whether you want to meditate a little bit, like just th- that morning routine is, is huge. And it doesn't even have to be morning. It just has to be time for yourself. Like just allowing, giving you even 15 minutes a day. Most people do not give themselves 15 minutes a day because the minute they wake up, they're looking at their phone, they're responding to stuff. They're trying to get the kids ready. They're listening to music. They're listening to something else. They're working, they're tied up. Like most people do not proactively give themselves a block of time each day to, to work on themselves. And if you like, the more you work on yourself, I'm telling you, the more you're actually into personal and professional development and the more you, you know, you can the confidence you build, the more energy you build, the more value you, you could bring to more people. That is where you are, you know, have the highest level of abundance. Cause it's going to come right back. Cause the, the more you can add value to others, the more you can give other people, the more that it's going to come back at you. You know what I'm saying? I, I truly believe what you give out is absolutely what will come back to you. Um, so it all really boils down to the habits and setting setting time aside for yourself um, every single day to just be quiet and ask yourself, not even very strategic questions, just like, what am I focusing on today that will make my life and business better, faster, more efficient? Just every day or, or every night before you fall asleep, look at your schedule and that's time blocked, hopefully, that you know exactly what you're going to do at what time you're going to do it and say, well, what could I do? There's a, bl- you know, there's a blank space of two hours in the middle of the day. What can I do? Or the other thing is, who could I call to help me get to that next level? Or who should I be reaching out to? Or who should I be following up with? Because uh, if it's really during the day, like the nine to five, you need to be communicating with people, reaching out to people. That's open door op- policy, like, you know, office mm-hmm. hours. But like before the nine to five and after the nine to five, that's when you should be creating time for you at some point. Um, so hopefully that's helpful. Tim, man, we've covered a lot of ground in this episode, uh, man, from, you know, from your story, from real estate investing, from ADPI to, to becoming a high, a high performer and, and mindset, man, it's been a, it's been a great conversation before we get out of here. We want to take some time and shine the spotlight on you. So tell us more about whatever you have going on, ADPI, your coaching, whatever. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I mean, if you're if you're uh, past or present military, if you're active duty, or if you have ever served, or anybody in your family's ever served, and and you have any kind of remote interest in in real estate or building wealth or generational wealth or passive income, um, highly recommend just heading over to active duty passive income. You know, the website has everything that we're doing there, uh, but it's just the Facebook group is is massive, right? You know, as of as of this time, over twenty five thousand members. Um, that are all past and present military, you know, tune into the podcast. We've interviewed, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, Grant Cardone, Elena Cardone, Jocko uh, Willing. We, we have a lot of great interviews um, from not only awesome people like that, that everybody knows, but, you know, junior military members who are going through our programs while they're still active duty and crushing it. Um, so a lot of inspiration in that, in the podcast. And for those who are serious and ready to commit, we have academies and masterminds for both single family residential and commercial multifamily. Um, and like I said, we have all the financial services in place to, to help you out. And it's just a lot of brothers and sisters in, in arms helping each other out. And we're just, we're, we're inspiring others to fight, not only, you know, fight for the country that they're in, but own a piece of America that they fight so hard for. Um, and that's really what we're all about. And if, and if, if you're interested in that, or if you're a, um, you're, you know, a civilian, you're not, not, 
military, definitely tap into the community and stuff. Um, but I also offer, you know, one-on-one high performance, uh, coaching, uh, for real estate investors and any other, um, any other type of industry as well. Cause high performance applies in all industries, but obviously I have a lot of experience in specific to real estate and helping military real estate investors. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, if, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, man, just, just simply just shoot me a text and we'll just hop on a call. Um, shoot me a text anytime. Let me know that you found that you listened to this awesome podcast and you heard me and then, uh, reach out to me. It's 847-910-9161. Just shoot me a text. Let me know that's, uh, that's, that's where you heard me and we'll hop on a call, man, and see if I can help you out. Tim, that's fantastic. And just for our listeners, go check out ADPI. It's absolutely fantastic. You guys' platform is awesome. Rock stars on the podcast, man. I'm telling you, I love listening to y'all's podcast. It's absolutely amazing. Go check out ADPI. You guys are doing major things and we'll make sure to put all those links in the show notes so they can get a hold of you. Uh, and just, uh, Take, make some moves, man. You guys are making moves. We want other people to make moves with you. So, Tim, it's been great having you on the show. Thanks for taking the time to speak with us Appreciate today. it, man. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show. And while you're there, we really appreciate you leaving a rating and written review. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, connect with us on social media or through our website at twosmartassets.com. We look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. Talk to you soon.